Good morning, my babies. It's everybody's favorite radio DJ in contention, Wolf the Dog. And we are hitting you live from 694.2 PTBP today with a little news for y'all. Councilwoman Carrie Page's dog is missing. And let me tell y'all, she is pissed about it. She is not happy at all. Jimmy Sanders saw an oil spill while tripping on those sweet, sweet, good mushrooms. And Mildred Mitchell, that old kooky pothead, saw a bright flash of light from across the street in John Peters' house. And now speaking of that old boy, wouldn't you know it? John Peters is missing. Heard he had a long stay in the hospital a couple years ago. Poor guy can't catch a break. And two people came to John Peters' house, packed a drunk into their white Toyota, and took off. Coming in hot off the presses, we got a new song for y'all. It's No Backbone by Kudzu. up this morning and you kept saying that it was my boner <laughs> that was funny luke was on the couch like prone right and his knee was just like right in the middle of his body sticking straight up and it looked like his dick was like a uh as big as it is if not smaller <laughs> <laughs> what happened last time zach uh last time you guys were standing at john peter's house and uh you just reviewed keith vigna's excellent policing <laughs> yeah, yeah you're welcome for that <laughs> i remember it seemed like a really anticlimactic place to end an episode yeah yeah, yeah. because i really good. i didn't do any i didn't have a climax you had figured out that mildred mitchell drives a white car <laughs> is this a goddamn logic problem Mildred Mitchell drives a white car, but John Peters will never eat ham. Uh, John Peters drives a maroon car. We decided it was something and like a Cutlass Supreme or a LeSabre, or it could be a Honda Civic. Who knows? And the car that came, picked up the trunk, and also drove off with John Peters' car were two men in a white Toyota. Fucking exotic, dude. <laughs> you ever been to Japan? It might, it might be exotic for contention. Uh, what did the trunk say? Do not open if you want to live. Correct? Yes. Or uh, conversely, it said, open if you want to die. <laughs> that was just implied. Uh, it's about 2 p.m. on December 2nd. Today's actually January 1st. But um, cha, dude. <laughs> we had, I, Happy New Year. I had a great time last night. Me too. Well, I repeatedly guess. told you that I loved you a lot, <laughs> and I it's it still rings true today. We'll see about tomorrow, but <laughs> I wish you'd been there, Joe. Me too. Me three. I was sleepy. <laughs> Dude, wait. Yeah. Can you do this for the listeners? Uh, oh, he just like he just did it. Not their yeah. top lip yeah. and the gums <laughs> above their front teeth. Joe just like moved his lip a little bit and <laughs> then was doing it. Was pretty it. much there. It's kind of my face. <laughs> he had that. He had that dry vape mouth. <laughs> got a real mouse. wet mouth, so I got to dry mine off. I got weird. The best way teeth. to do it is like <laughs> <laughs> to not have to move your muscles in your lip and just have it hang on there because of how dry it is. Do we really know that it's a white for a white Toyota that went blazing by? Yeah, we found that, that out. The men came in. Not for sure. That's what Mildred told you. I don't think we can put out an APB for a white Toyota. Yeah. Also, we didn't. <laughs> 
Wait, were they in a white Toyota? Because she drives a white car, right? Yep. And they were in a white Toyota. Yep. I think this is a dead end, guys. Wait, hold on. Is this a cool like uh, <laughs> knocking on the door sound? Hold on. No. no. It's like a really no. weird hollow metal yeah. door. <laughs> okay, let's go. Set the scene. The three of you are standing in the midst of Keith Vigna's excellent police work. And Mildred Mitchell is uh, headed back across the street to her home, which has her white car in the driveway. There's a black car in her driveway as well, since we're just talking colors of cars. I, I drive a silver car. That's the, that's the police work that I do. What color is your car? <laughs> <laughs> got it. Got it. Uh, radical new direction for the podcast. <laughs> What color is your car? What color is your car? Are we in the house or out of the house right now? I think you are standing in the house of John Peters. Can I roll a, a search roll just to do... You, I think you already crit succeeded, right? Well, I yeah, I crit succeeded, but I also want to do just one more just because I feel so bad about how shitty I did this first that first time around where... You're like seeing hey, their no, faces. I think, I think that's a really uh, good direction for your character to go. I really, I really want to redeem myself on this like shoddy police work that I've done, and I want to like try to find something now and be like oh yeah i remember that you like see the faces of your fellow police officers and want to work even harder tell me if it's good or not 21 you look around the house you see that the trunk is no longer there and the picture frames that you saw earlier are cleaned up the bedding stubs are still there bottles Let's take those with are us. still around the people who were clearly here did not drop anything yeah can i i want to look at the pictures real fast are they any, anything interesting pictures of family right yeah basically it's just pictures of him and like maybe some friends from college he obviously doesn't have like a nuclear family he has he like, with he has like yeah. cousins and friends uh, but they like were that. broken before and now they're all cleaned up they would probably want to move them in order to have a clear path footway gotcha. yeah so pathway. obviously he did not come back to the house so we got to figure out who was in that white toyota who do we know who drives a white toyota you guys would also be dealing with the fact that there was a dead body out in the junkyard last night. That's true. I think this is not a huge concern for us right now, honestly. Frankly, all of that seems secondary to the city councilor stuff. I just wonder if we were if we were real police officers, we wouldn't just be like, <laughs> oh well. Like, how would we wrap this up as far as a case goes? I don't know. I feel like if there's three of us on the force and a murder just happened, this is not going to be in our mind. This is only important because we're playing... <laughs> A mystery podcast. Like you guys literally went to a like drunk fueled site that mm-hmm. didn't exist, and you went to talk to a council person about their On, dog. Yeah, the the hardest lead we have right now towards the big mystery is the dogs. What I'm really concerned about now is I made the chief cry with a gift that I, I didn't actually get her that I said was mine, and I'm really concerned about finding out where she is. You want to go hit up that chief? That is probably the most pressing mystery. We all drive all three of our cop cars back to the station did i lay out too many mysteries right off the top no we're just bad (laughs) no i think it's it's good we just gotta focus our energy on on okay uh let me get an intelligence check from whoever has the highest intelligence i got 50 75 55 yes you do have the dead body and you basically have one lead 
from that, which is the woman who called and then crashed your car. Have we heard back from the coroner on... Yes. She had the brand on her back that said, this is a fool. Oh, that's right. Would I know this? Would the brand that she had on her back, was that in like the same size or font that the uh, do not open if you want to live was branded into the trunk? Uh, you haven't seen a picture of the back. Hey, uh, do you guys have a picture of the back uh, that I could see? He says to the wind. <laughs> hey, uh, um, we, all, we all look at Keith. What? <laughs> hey, you know, she was, this just popped up in my mind because I'm a good detective. He says confidently. I'm a good detective. So what I just thought that neither of you did, which proves how good of a detective I am. Uh, so the, the, do not open if you want to live was branded into the trunk and that that lady had that brand in her back yeah so uh i'd like to see a picture of the like text on her back we can just have the coroner send that over yeah what do you guys want to do next i think we maybe are interested in what's going on with the chief so i would call her real quick first okay so you left john peter's house in what state i, I mean it's, it seems like keith did his due diligence so no, I, we closed the door this time. And then just bailed. And we <laughs> leave. All right, cool. So you guys are back at the police station. You let Drew know that you want to get a hold of County and get a picture of the back of the body that was found out in the Honestly, junkyard. Honestly, I'd like to have all the pictures that the coroner took just for posterity. Sure. Perfect. Absolutely. So none, none of this in the box that we gave her made any sense to you? I didn't recognize any of it. It seemed like it might be symbolic of some sort of stratification in the city or perhaps amongst the cult. I panicked when that box was there and I said, yeah, I gave that to you. Didn't know that it would make her react that way. So I asked Drew, so you didn't, you didn't see anybody drop off that box? No. I, I, I call the, I call the chief. Okay. On her cell phone. Uh-huh. Uh, it goes straight to voicemail. In my 17 years with her. This has never happened. Not even remotely? Not even close. Okay. So I'm a little maybe worried. I would be. Guys, I think I'm going to go head over to the chief's house, just check on her. She's never missed a day of work like this before. Can I ride along with you? I just, I feel really, really, really bad. Yeah, sure. I just want to apologize when we see her. John Lee, what are you thinking? I'm a, a man of few words. Which ones do you want to use to describe your actions? <laughs> <laughs> tag, tag along. Are you going to come with? Yeah. Might as well. Shotgun. We do that. Okay. Uh, you guys head over to the chief's house. The chief lives in the old neighborhood uh, right by Beans Pond. She has a nice old house. Is that uh, the northwest? Is that Beans Pond? No, this is just southwest of downtown. Where is the chief's house in relation to John Peters and also Carrie Pages? The chief lives a few blocks northeast of uh, John Peters and Mildred Mitchell and just east of Pages, Carrie Pages. So but they're, so they're all like within blocks of each other? Oh, yeah. Cool. Yep, 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 yep. So you go to the chief's house, and uh, her cruiser is not out front. Does she drive her cruiser as her personal vehicle, or does she have a personal vehicle? I think she probably has a truck. Like a F-150? Can I do a search roll for the chief? <laughs> yeah, go for it. <laughs> I know. He doesn't so, do sorry. a search roll for the chief. <laughs> 84 on a uh, 50. Oh, you don't find her. <laughs> oh, darn. Hey guys, guys, I've really tried my best here, but... Uh, <laughs> Is her truck in the driveway? You would know. I think you've known her for a long time. Her truck is in the garage, typically. Uh, I'm going to go and knock on the door. Okay. There's no response. I look in the windows. 
there is probably Great. just like one window up front that you can see through the curtains a little bit and you can't could see you it. describe her house to me it's nice like are we <laughs> thank you for that this is a ranch style house it's got a uh, nice little front patio area with a bench on it nice nice made a note um cool brick uh yeah of course what did it what was my looking in the windows? What did that... You would see it's dark in there. Uh, there's no movement. I try the handle, see if it's open. It's not. It's locked. Okay. I'm going to swing around back, guys, and see if the back door's open, because uh, I feel so bad about making her storm off, and I just... I need to apologize, and this seems a little fishy. I don't know For sure. Up. Go check it. So I'm going to... Yeah. She's got a gate on her privacy fence that doesn't have a lock on it, so you just go into her backyard, and as you're walking through her backyard, you can see in her back windows, and the lights are off, nobody's home. I'm going to check the back door. Absolutely, yeah. Hold on just a second. I'm going to do a roll for her real quick. That's that's a spoiler that she is alive. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Everything's <laughs> locked up anymore. nice and tight. Everything's locked up? Okay. Yep. Well, I swing back around front, and... Uh... Uh, you guys think we should uh, go and check on uh, at Clinkers? Does she hang out at Clinkers? That's that's where she does her drinking. I didn't. Well, the more you know. I didn't see her there last night. Let's go check and just see if was it Harry Clinker? Who's the guy that runs that? Place? You know Harry. I don't know Harry. I don't know anybody in this town except you boys. Let's let's go to Clinkers and check out and see if anybody saw her. If not, you know, I think between the three of us, we can handle this murder mystery. We don't need the chief. But I, I'd love to apologize. <laughs> her, her steady guidance would be appreciated. So yeah, we head over to Clinkers. Okay, you walk into Clinkers. Clinkers is like a small, shitty dive bar. When you walk in, there's cigarette smoke hanging in the air. There's three tables. There's a pool table and a bar. Uh, there's a couple regulars in there, and Harry, the owner and bartender, is back behind the bar. He is a tall, older man with turkey neck and bad teeth. Yo, turkey neck. You say say it under your breath as you walk in. (laughs) What did Harry do to you? Dick. I bet, like, honestly, I bet Harry would be pretty anxious to see all three cops in town (laughs) walk into his Absolutely, he would be. But can we establish this? You know, do you know this guy? Probably. Yeah. I think we all do. Do you know? I don't. I'm playing the the new kid in town. I know, but you've been here for a few months. You probably at least... Wait, you are from here, right? I'm from here, like elementary school, moved to the city. Harry Clinker babysat every child. (laughs) Yeah. He was my babysitter. Did your mama never drop you off at Clinker's? Oh, I forgot to mention there is a... (laughs) There's uh, a babysitter. You see there's a a doorway (laughs) in the back right of the bar, and it's got one of those baby gates on it, and there are three toddlers standing over the edge trying to crawl over. No one's watching. Harry... We have some questions for you. Hey, Harry. uh, A question. Have you seen uh, the chief? (laughs) Not in a couple days. All right. Thanks. And we head out. Bye, Harry. Goodbye, Harry. (laughs) (laughs) That was that was Harry. As we walk out, I am like a little bit. uh, I'm a little bit shaken. Did a bunch of memories from your childhood just come rushing back? I pull out my pack of cigarettes that you guys have never seen me smoke. Is this how you're gonna vape? No, I no no no. I go. I just had some some weird thoughts from my childhood come in. I I spent more time at Clinkers when I was a kid than I have since I've lived here. Harry's like a second father to us all. Yeah. Oh hey, <laughs> you came you came outside, Harry. Yeah, he's been following you. He stepped outside for smoke. <laughs> nice uh, fresh air. Harry was Keith a picky eater. <laughs> I like hot dog sandwiches. 
<laughs> the city has changed you. You cut up those hot dogs, that boy, eat them up real quick on some white bread. Hey, well, that doesn't really answer the question. <laughs> Can't really say we offered them much else. <laughs> so, so in your experience, no. <laughs> He's the pickiest eater I've ever seen. He would only eat hot dogs cut up on white bread. What are you guys doing? Let's go. Uh, where are we going? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> okay, what's what's the hottest lead we got? So right now? I ran the body's prints and hair. Got nothing back. Yeah. Took the body to the coroner. I guess we could run the. Wait, have I have I se- have I seen those pictures from Drew yet? Oh, uh, yeah. Drew will send them on over. Uh, go ahead and roll a sanity check for me. 93. Okay, yeah, you're going to lose one sanity as you see this brutal act shown out on this uh, this woman's back. The skin is blistered and boiled around each letter. And Instead of looking at the picture, I take his word for it. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. Did the coroner in doing the autopsy of the body do anything more to identify it than we did? Would they have done anything like that? The report came back with a bunch of odd results, so they're going to run them again to double check some stuff. They're not sure what's going on. Okay, and then also the Julie gal who crashed her car. Yeah, Julie Maxwell. Rest in peace. She died at the hospital. Yeah, they called and said that she was pronounced dead last night. We should maybe do some investigation on her. We should probably get uh, have the coroner look at her and give us some information. Some kind of inquest. Because this is a this is my main person of interest. John, when you searched her car, did you get identification? Yes. Let's look into that. Let's, see if she's let's on, run her name. See if she's on CaseNet. Or yeah, anything. right. You want to just run her info in the database? And maybe even Facebook her. Just like see if yeah. you get any background on her. Okay, sounds good. You are going to find that she has an Etsy page for her taxidermy. She's a taxidermist. What's her last name? Julie Maxwell. Maybe like a few uh, disorderly conduct charges from a couple years ago. Here in town? Here in town. Was it alcohol related? Yeah. And then also she was given a restraining order 15 years ago and it was against uh, Leo Piston. Uh, I'm sorry. So she got it awarded to her against Leo or Leo put it out on her? Leo put it out on her. And Leo is the junkyard man, right? Yeah. Is Leo the one we met, or did we meet his brother? Man, it, maybe we shouldn't have let him just go home last night. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they're still there. What's What's Leo's brother's name? George. And we talked to Leo, right? I think we talked to Leo. Yep. All right, well, let's take off Toot Sweet to the Piston Boys. We at least got to inform him what happened on his property. Right? That can be well, the auspices yeah. in which we visit him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and just to stay on the same thread, you guys wanted to talk to the hospital about Julie Maxwell's body. So you have Drew send over a message to them uh, saying that you want a full report on the autopsy of Julie Maxwell's body. Okay, and then the three of you head out to the Piston Farm. It's kind of by the junkyard in the far southeast corner of town. Okay, so they live right next to it. Gotcha. Just Googled it, and I did not use auspices correctly. (laughs) Close. Cameron, close. A little too hungover for some of these words. <coughs> Happy New Year. Okay, so the three of you drive out to the Piston Farm. It's a pig farm. And when you arrive, it's on an old country road, and there is a gate that is locked at the entrance. Farm gate? Yeah. Call Leo. You got his number, right? I literally just, I, hey, Leo. 
Oh, the farm. You can the door, okay. Like, you can see the farm, and it is probably a hundred and fifty yards off the road. I start hollering, but I also call him on my. I call him on my cell phone. Click. Hey. Oh, I thought I thought he hung up. Hello. Hey, Leo. Hey, buddy. We're at, we're outside. We need to. Uh, Who is this? Yeah, this is uh this is John Lee Pettymore, the fourth, a deputy. You know me, Leo. You're the deputy. I'm a deputy. All right. A number of us. Four. One we rarely see. Uh, can you let us in, buddy? To what? You guys got my key? Your pig farm? Your your very ominous pig farm? <laughs> we we do also have his key to return to him. We told him that we would do this. Yeah, so. that. hey, Leo, that's why we're here. We're bringing you your key back. I'll be right out. <laughs> so uh, you wait a second after the phone call ends, and uh, his beat-up old truck comes driving down the road and goes up to the other side of the gate, and he gets out of the truck and walks up, kind of leans over the gate, and he's still he's wearing those overalls, and they're covered in shit, and he's got no shirt on underneath it. He's got one of the overalls unstrapped, very all sexy like, <laughs> and uh, he leans over and he's like, "All right, it's like Piggy Couture." <laughs> You got my key? Oh boy! <laughs> Can't nail this voice down. What's happening? And uh, and and cut and you got my key. <laughs> and and one more. Uh, you got my key. Let's try. Let's try a funny one. I'm so angry. <laughs> you, you got my key. Sad. Okay, one more time. I think you nail this. One. I've got my key. <laughs> no, no, Leo. Actually, we do. That's why we're here. Oh, I like that back now. Can we come in? We could you put on thirsty. some tea for us, Leo? Uh, we'd like to talk. No, I just if you want to give me my key and then we could say bye. That'd be best case scenario for me. Well, Leo, that makes me want to talk to you even more. Well, I'm a fun boy to talk to, but I yeah. just like my key. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, <laughs> let let us in here. We'll we'll get you your key once we uh, settle down and and and. All right. Well, how about here. this? Y'all stay right there, and I'll reach my hand over this fence here, which no, I'm doing no, no, now. No, no, keep your, your hand no, no. Put your hands up. Put your hands up. Oh, jeez. Okay. So now he's horrified, and he puts his hands straight in the air, and he's like, "What? What? what? We're all good here. Let's just go back to your house. Let's sit down. Let's have a drink, and we gotta have we have a few questions. I'll be right you. back. No, 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 he no. He walks no, back no, to no, his no. truck. No. Okay, well, we hop over the gate. Yeah, we come in. <laughs> oh, he comes back on his cell phone, and he's like, George, George, the police are here, and they hopped over the fence, but I don't think you should. they should be here. They just came to return my key, and I, now they're on the property, so... Yeah, that, actually, that we probably fucked up there. If you could, if you could come down here... <laughs> and then he listens for a second, and he's like, Oh, warrant! 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 And, and or probable cause. <laughs> warrant! Yeah, our probable cause is a dead body, and you having a pig farm. And it was on the dead body was on your property. There was a dead body on my property. Leo, you knew this, <laughs> Leo. We dumb. told you this last night. I'm angry at this guy right now. I don't know him very well, and he's not following my city cop orders, and I'm kind of mad at him. So I'm gonna s- step in the middle and try and defuse the situation. Hey, whoa, whoa, hey, hey, uh, Keith, hang on, hang on a second. Hey, I've got my hey hand on my gun, and I'm looking at it. Leo, uh, I'm sorry we we kind of bum rush you right here like this. Uh, it's just we've got a we're all pretty hungover. <laughs> we got a pretty strong case going here. That's uh, it's real messed up. 
but uh, there's a chance that Julie Maxwell's caught up in something here. We found out that you had a restraining order against her. We just wanted to know what that was about. Yeah, what's up with Julie Maxwell? What an you elegant way to put it. <laughs> I just don't, you know, that was the past and it's over and I, and she's, she's fine now and everything, I did everything fine. I'm fine. No, no, Leah, we know you got the restraining order against her. We know that. Yeah. We just wondered what was the cause of all that. It was because she thought I'd done killed her sister. Why did she think that you killed her sister? I accidentally... <laughs> Wait. Would we know about this case? Uh, go ahead and roll. Uh, not you, Keith, but the other two who are in town. If you want to roll law. Yeah, 54 and a 50. Oh, bummer. Uh, 29 on a 60. Oh, awesome. So, uh, Clark Bishop, you would remember roughly 15 and a half years ago or so, Leo Piston uh, was involved in a manslaughter case for the death of Julie Maxwell's younger sister. He did a year in juvie. Wait, he, how, how old yeah, was he at the time? Uh, he was 16. How old is he right now? 30, well, that was about, 32. yeah, he's like 32. Yeah. Were you just testing his math? <laughs> no, Simple I, addition. I was, How old was he eight I mean, years ago? I was, thinking, I was thinking of Leo as like a 60-year-old man, so that... No, I, I definitely I, did not think this. Leo, you, you look a little worse for wear. <laughs> I think this Julie business has been... It's been weird. weighing just, on you. I've been, I've been good, and I've been good, and everything's been fine. Does Clark remember the sister's name? Uh, her sister's her sister's name was uh, it was uh, what was Ashley? Boom. <laughs> Does Clark connect the dots? As soon as he hears Leo say that, would I have been like, oh yeah, the, the Maxwell girls? Like, did I know them? You wouldn't. It was kind of a big deal, but that was fifteen years ago, and a lot, you know, a lot of stuff happened. A lot of yeah. clinkers between then and now. A lot of TV dinners. They were going for uh, second degree. Which, as a cop, I, of course, know means. <clears throat> well, obviously, as a cop, manslaughter law and order has taught us is when <laughs> some somebody's dead, but you didn't mean nothing. Second degree murder is any intentional murder with malice aforethought, but is not premeditated or planned. Mm, a crime of passion. We're in a pretty heated moment. In world right now definitely all these memories are flooding into <laughs> your brain clark leo immediately just throws his hands into his overalls like kind of childlike hands in his shirt luke i think you said keith vigna has his hand on his gun yeah i have my hand on my gun but also i can sense the little relationship that clark and him have going on so i move my hand from my gun to my taser <laughs> Keith, Keith, there's no need for that. I look, I'm looking straight at Leo. I don't. Leo's a good boy. I'm a good, I'm, I'm a good, I'm a good, I'm a he's good boy. He's I'm a good boy to talk to. I'm a good boy. Let's go back to your house and let's talk about this. No, it's fine. It's fine. No, we can talk. No, we can talk. Right we can here. talk right here. We can talk Thank right you. here at this gate. I turned to Keith. Hey, Keith, uh, I, I forgot that I knew all about this uh, restraining <laughs> order. <laughs> that, uh, that, oh. that Ashley girl, that happened uh, right around when I joined up with the force. It was it was a bad time. I eased my grip up on my taser, but I'm still kind of hovering. And I turned back to Leo. Leo, I'm sorry we brought all that up. It's just we got a we got a real sticky case here. All <laughs> sticky, right. hairy. Hey, Leo, though, have you had any contact with Julie in the past few weeks? No, no, she stayed away. She stayed away. She hasn't she hasn't reached out to you recently. No. 
I think with that information that you had before, you would know that the her sister died on December 1st, 15 oh. years ago. So, wait, this is the anniversary or the day after? Yesterday was the anniversary. Yeah, wow. Bad day for her parents. I look, I look right at Leo and I go, do you know anyone that drives a white Honda Toyota? What are we... A white Honda Toyota. A white Toyota Honda Accord Civic. Leo, you know anybody in town who has a white Leo, Toyota? Leo, do you know anybody that drives a... Is it a Toyota? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do you know anybody? <laughs> Sorry. No, it's really funny. No, this is definitely <laughs> the guy you should ask about this. Do you know anybody in town? <laughs> Leo, where's the chief? <laughs> Hey, I'm I'm a I'm a good detective. <laughs> Leo, do you know anybody in town that drives a white Toyota? Uh, a what? Don't. Why are you I, my hand that? goes back to my taser. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me if you know anybody that drives a white. Toyota. I don't know anybody that drives a white Toyota. How can I believe you? <laughs> uh, roll human. That's exactly how I can. Yeah. <laughs> There's mechanics for I that. I got a 74. On a what? On an 80. <laughs> oh, for real? For real. Nice. Okay. Damn. He, uh, he is scared. He is <laughs> very, yeah. very scared. Is there an intimidate uh, role that I could <laughs> Leo, I'm really sorry. We are not our best today. We're a little unfocused. Can I have my key back? <laughs> we frankly don't know why we're here. I just it want just my seemed key. like the right thing to do. I just want my key back. We're going to need that for a couple more days, probably. What happened? Well, we were hoping you could we fill in some blanks there, Leah. I just came out last night and brought y'all the key, and then I left, and y'all said something bad happened. What happened? Hey, I know it didn't have a face and all, but did you recognize that body laying in your garbage yard? There was a what? And he immediately gets back on the phone. <laughs> did he? Did we not? My taser that seems, is, that seems is like unholstered. <laughs> He turns around and he's like walking back towards his truck. George, George, there was a body found at the junkyard. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I come up behind Leo. Uh, hey, hey, hey Leo, uh, is that George on the phone there? Uh, yeah. Would Would you mind if I talk to him? Uh, okay, George, I'm gonna give the phone to Clark Clark Bishop, the chief man, the cop, police, and he <laughs> hands you the uh, phone. Hey, George, it's uh, it's Clark. Hey, hi. Yeah, this is me. I'm hey, George. Uh, we're up here. We're returning your brother's key to the lot. Yeah, will you stop giving him so much trouble and give him the key? Yeah, I, I got to tell you though, George, we uh, we f- we found a we found a body last night out there at the yard. Yeah, that's what that's what that's what uh, that's what Leo just said. Uh, what kind of body? Are you talking a uh, weird coyote? Talking coyotes? No, uh, it's a human human body. We 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 found a dead woman on your property. The fuck you did? What? Yeah. So. Uh, We've got some questions for you and your brother. Is there a time you guys can meet us down at the station? Yeah, I suppose we can make that happen. Uh, gosh, does it have to be today? Uh, preferably, yeah. As he's talking, I'm poking him on the arm, like I want to talk. We'll uh, we'll meet you there. Uh, we'll meet you there around five. Does that work? Yeah, that sounds good. All right. Yeah. Now, will you give my brother his key back? Of and course. Get off we're, our we're, property, we're heading, please. We're heading out of here right now. What did he I'm, say? I'm, I'm what sure did he say? Boy. What did he say? <laughs> I put him back on with Leo. What did he say? Yeah, he's, he's going to come in and talk to us. Don't need to give him any time to talk to each other and plan something out. I want to talk to him right now. A smart thing to do as RPG players, but probably a bad thing to do as cops, would be to have made a copy of that key. Well, you know, hindsight is a crit success. <laughs> <laughs> hindsight screwed the pitch, bro. <laughs> it's like three o'clock or so, right? 
Yeah, it's like three o'clock. So they it's got only like a couple two, hours. Two hours yeah. so they get, okay. If you're concerned about it, we could watch the Keith house. Vigna is very suspicious. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to stay here and make sure they don't leave before sure. they go to the PD. Okay, for sure. Do you give Leo his key back? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. He As soon as he gets it, he gets it back on the key ring. As I'm handing it over, I'm like, so I'm sorry about this, Leo. I know it was real real frightening, but we just had to figure some stuff out. We're all good, though, now. We're good? Yeah, you and your brother are going to come down and talk. You'll have him there. It'll be fun. Okay. And hopefully over the course of the day, we... We all get a lot more focused and disciplined. I believe in you. <laughs> I bet y'all can do it. Really get our heads straight on what we're trying to do here. I really bet y'all have direction and purpose in all of your decisions. <laughs> Leo, you are nothing short of an angel. And you, sir, are my wings. <laughs> all right, I'll see you at Clinkers, buddy. While I stay here, I want to find somewhere that I can like hide out, that I can see like the entrance, but I don't want them to know that I stayed behind. Okay. Is there like a tree line close or like... Are you doing this to hide to see if they talk to each other? They live together? No. <laughs> I, in Which my we mind, also In my mind, I knew that they lived together okay. the whole time. I just, I, I wanted to see the comings and goings and kind of like try to oh, be a little spy. Gross. Can I roll something besides stealth? You can roll law. That's a 30 on a 40. Oh, nice. So yeah, you can find a nice spot where you would be able to keep an eye on their comings and goings. Tell me how much I can get away with here. I get into my I get into my car and I pull it into a little clearing in the woods. Yeah. And my car is hidden, but I'm standing outside of my car, eyes scanning for now. Because I think what I'm gonna do is do a little walk around. For sure. Sounds good. Cool. Thomas and Joe, what do you guys want to do? Probably I'm heading back to the station to get ready for the interview. Okay, cool. When I get to the station, I'm probably looking at any updates as far as maybe the information from the hospital about Julie, maybe checking in with Drew about the chief, all that kind of stuff. Okay, so when you get back to the police station... I want to read the chief's journals. Okay, sounds good. You would know from working with Chief Maggie Cook that she always carried a blue notebook with her everywhere she went. What was the color of the notebook that Drew gave her? Yellow was the color of the notebook that was gifted. The blue one is on her desk. The yellow one is not in her office. A red leather notebook and a yellow leather notebook. I was thinking more of like, Zach, what's your favorite Born Ruffians album? And why is it And why is it red, red yellow, yellow, and blue? <laughs> There are three colors that these notebooks come in. The third is red, and there is not a red notebook in this office. The blue notebook is a day-by-day journal of sorts. It has to-do lists, grocery lists, and random thoughts. It's basically her notepad app for a phone, but it's physical copy she carries around. Oh my god, Zach. It's basically her notepad app for her phone, but she carries it around physically. It's her notepad. Yeah, that's what I said. Dog. Cat. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Millennial trash. <laughs> it is dated on the front and then a dash and no end date on it. But the first date is like November 3rd or something like that. So this is since November 3rd to December 1st are her notes. Uh, and it fills up like three quarters of this notebook. Chief is thorough. She's very thorough. She's very good at her job. Most of what's in there is notes about her job. Clark Bishop, as you sit down, what were you looking into? Uh, seeing if we got anything back from about Julie in the hospital, about her death. Oh, yeah. All that stuff. Uh, the hospital actually called, and this is the craziest thing, but they heard screaming coming from the morgue, and it turns out that Julie Maxwell, pronounced dead, not actually dead. Yeah. <laughs> They somebody did it wrong and how can 
you live without a face. So you say to yourself as you're in the office reading a notebook I about just, a chores. chill runs down my spine. This face stuff is really getting to John Lee Pettymore values his face. Is it Drew? Is she in the city? Is this the hospital in the city? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll head that way. You guys want to talk to my mom? Yes. Put her on air. Hey, mom. No, uh, so right now, you're on speakerphone with Zach, Thomas, and Joe. And millions of listeners across <laughs> the guys. nation. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. good. What did you make for dinner? Um, Texas Roadhouse was going to make us a steak. Nice. Hell yeah. And I would... I would love to come, but I am. <laughs> I bet I'm playing the game with them, and we're recording it for a podcast right now. So, oh, okay. Am I gonna get to be in the podcast? Yeah. Here, let's uh, find a good level for you. Say here. something spooky. <laughs> Say something spooky. Dra- uh, dragons are scary. <laughs> <laughs>